to another scrambling university. Well, howdy, folks. Uh, here, I'm going to start up this banner down here. So, today, we are listening to Thursday Night's Fish Show for the end of Summer Tour Closer. So, yesterday, you heard the whole long story of Summer Tour. This was the first night for all the people that traveled all the way and made it early for the Thursday show. A gunshot wound gods. This called Sam. A pistol from my hand. Not be able to equate my life with Sam. So we're gonna finish up on the little fish tour recap. Vacation recap. And then we'll get into telling the tale. Today's show, getting whacked. Getting whacked by the fucking man. Yes. Hopefully you have had it happen to you. Oh my God. I've had to fire so many more people than I've had to get fired. But, you know, that's the fucking breaks. Hopefully you can hear this. It's a great version. This part right here. I will worship my own spirit. Here we go. I would choose my own religion. Worship my own spirit. Would it be ever preached to me? I wouldn't want to hear it. I dropped in me, forgotten God, languishing in shame. If I have myself to blame. If I hit stormy seas, I'd have myself to blame. Ha! Goddamn right. Oh, I made an extra giant pot of coffee. Shredded up a lot of weed. Double pack the fucking bong. Strap in, kids. You can't heal the symptoms. You can't heal the symptoms and not affect the cause. You can't heal the symptoms, but not affect the cause. Right? You can put new windows in a broken down building in a ghetto. You could take insulin, right? Or you could make it not a ghetto. Or you could lose fucking 150 pounds and not take insulin. Or, you know, whatever. Choices, right? Choices. Okay, so my favorite fucking line in the world. Going on a deep fucking trip on a tour for multiple days in a row. Hallucinogens are soul lufa. If you've got a lot of fucking debris and barnacles and shit on you, then you're going to come off so that's going to happen. <laughs> right? If you 
then living in alignment as best you fucking can, right? There's not much to scrub. So, with hallucinogens, your mileage may vary depending on how ethical of a human you have been on this planet up until that point. But, the only way through is through. So, go experience your pain faster and get to the fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since I've done most of my work earlier, I got to play. Uh, yeah, fucking Solufa for sure getting fucking scrubbed to the core. Uh, that was the greatest tour. Oh, man. Greatest tour. Greatest tour. Well, I didn't get to show you a lot of the fun shit that I wanted to show you yesterday. So, we're just going to start off with a little bit of uh, souvenirs that I brought home from the fucking road. Uh, and then we will get on to... Get whack! Oh my god. Yeah, I got whacked twice. Two motherfucking times. Should've got whacked every time, but you know... The funny thing is, my ex has gotten let go from every fucking adult job she has ever had. Right? <coughs> and, and, and I can't not get a job. <coughs> it's the funniest fucking thing. <coughs> I guess that's why it's easier to just take checks once a month. Value for value. Oh, it's complicated. You gotta do shit. <laughs> and produce. <laughs> Repeatedly. For a long time. Oh. Fucking A. Sitting in the car in a thunderstorm. Hey, Josh. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Brian. Fucking love you guys. <laughs> well, don't get yourself zapped. <laughs> I was in a car in a thunderstorm <laughs> Friday night. Fucking A. We were doing a lot of drugs. Well, not a lot, because I forgot half of it. But enough. The dude two cars over had a fucking tank of nitrous, so, you know, there's that. Now, I divided the stones up so you kind of see what we fucking grab. So, I'll show you this. This first batch right here. Uh, let's see, zoom in, zoom in. I think you can see those. Uh, yeah, right there. So those are all crystals. Like, full crystals. Big, giant fuckers. Uh, we are going to, uh, yeah, look at how big that is. Crystal. <laughs> Crystal. So we're gonna get, um, we're gonna get copper wire real thin stuff and make it look like a tree's anchored itself onto the rock, right? And then twisted and then up into the branches and shit, right? And then put little gemstones that we've polished all as the leaves. So, yeah. I'm gonna have some really fucking cook-ass, kick-ass gemstone tree things for Christmassy time. Solstice. Whatever. However you float around the planet, I don't give a fuck. Uh... Yeah, check this shit out, man. This one was on uh, the dashboard on the way home. We charged it up in the sunlight. Um, 
I don't know if it comes out great on the thing or not, but right here, oh, this way, right here, big purple vein in there, giant. Yeah, we put crystals across the back of the car, inside the trunk, and then we have this one on the dashboard because it's got like the rounded fucking face, right? Just to fucking deflect off the fucking road pirates. Woo, doggy did it. They fucking got two dudes right behind us. Crystal power, motherfuckers. Yes. Fly low. Use crystals. Oh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I heard your rock tumbler one the other day. You have one of those ones that's the jiggler versus the roller. Yes, we were looking at those. So, goddamn. Uh, oh, ah, I'll take us on a walk. <laughs> uh, back in the day, uh, yeah. Fucking here, I'm going to show you the machine. So I started this other company. God, I wish I would have kept all my fucking websites. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I've kind of got a little, uh, I kind of got a little shop set up now out in the green. Now, uh, go past the welding bullshit. Uh, okay, so over here, that big giant machine, budtumbler.com. Hey, if you got a way back fucking machine <laughs> for the internet, go back 10 years ago, see if you can find that, budtumbler.com. Uh, but yeah, okay, so each of those rollers will hold like a thousand pounds. So now that we saw a different lapidary tumbler, set up with uh, dual hose rollers like that with big giant stainless steel drums with uh, like vibram cores um i just hit me like da -da, and then we saw this other guy that made a homemade one and his version used tires uh instead of drums and it was like yeah tires no shit that would be fucking great so we're gonna make that spin again with a different motor I was using Xerox uh, copy machine motors because they spat it at the right RPMs for tumbling weed. Tumbling rocks is the same fucking speed though, so uh, yeah. Anyway, I need a beefier motor. Uh, so we're going to throw four wheels on it, right? So think of the inside of the bottom of the wheel, right? If you're just rolling the wheel, that water and the shit inside always just rolls downhill inside wheel because you get something with the biggest sidewalls you can when you're going to grab wheels for the spinner so then we can have the the 280 the the, the i forgot what it goes to from there start at 80 and then go to 250 ah fucking i don't know uh whatever i know there's four polishing steps to polishing stones properly oh yeah here tell you what i'm gonna grab uh one Two. So, so far we've got our first batch through two steps. So we went through, hey, don't put your tail in the fan. Uh, we went through the core step and we've gone through the uh, the next grit and then we're off to the, the last two with them. So they're at stage, they've been through two stages so far. Um, yeah, fucking, I'm gonna grab a handful of those. So I wanna show you guys, this is, uh, yeah, these are all posh up. Candace bought me those, but she she bought those and made it for me. Hold on, hold on. Ten seconds, ten seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to show you some of the shit we got on Fish Tour anyway. Uh, oh, that's how this all started here. Ha. Okay. When I was posting all weekend about ground score... Yeah, I'll show you this, then I'll show you that. Ah, show and tell. It's my favorite part of the fucking day. 
of all of government school, the only fucking thing that makes me really smile like that. Yeah, show and tell. Bring shit in. Tell me about it. That's all I want to do. <laughs> you tell me. I'll tell you. <laughs> ah, I just lost a rock. Oh, or some marbles. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's see if you can see them. Ah! Oh, get back in here. Let's see. Okay. That's the stuff we got tumbled so far. Maybe if I just show them to you like more one at a time. There you go. That's a... Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. I don't know. Some of the interesting patterns, you know. That looks like a shark tooth. That'll probably be a necklace. Uh, uh, here's one of Candace's favorites. Where they're like the multicolored stones where they're all like layered with different colors. Uh, oh, yeah. Like we got lots of... Uh, little red one. So see what I'm saying? How these are like little egg shape and all that? We're going to make these the petals on the trees, like little leaves. So twisted copper up the... Oh, here. Yeah. See, like this would be a little mountain. Have a tree growing out of the top of it with twisted copper, and then the little jewels will be the uh, be the leaves. If I could figure out a way to embed some LED, like use a Dremel and chisel out the bottom and stick a light inside the crystal so it will beam out through the mountain, then we might be talking three figures. But you know, eh. They're gonna be, they're not gonna be super cheap, but they're gonna be fucking great Christmas presents. Yeah, this was, uh, yeah, you can totally see the, uh, see the way that crystal's lining up this way. Yeah, yeah, gonna be fun. Anyway, so that's through two levels of polish, uh, two more to go, and we are gonna, we're gonna see stuff to do okay okay uh stash from the shows stash from the shows okay here we've got to put these back in that pile oh. <laughs> so ground score so after the uh after the show we always go and just chicken joe and i all like just walk around front of the soundboard up to the front everybody's leaving the floor everybody's fucking just spun out like motherfuckers you know they're digging in your pockets for shit while you're on everything and when your hand comes out your shit comes out so you know random whatever uh if i see somebody drop some shit on their way out i chase them down and give back to them i saved one guy's giant blue bag of fun <laughs> he was like oh god thanks brother i was like yeah yeah I don't want to take random shit anyway, man. <laughs> but, so, what else did we find? Okay. Uh, well, we left on the rock counting troop and we didn't have spray bottles, but after two nights at the show, ba-bam, two spray bottles. Da-da-da. Yes, two spray bottles. It's kind of like whatever you forget at home, if you just think about the intention before you leave, like, God damn, it would be nice to have some spray bottles just pop into my hand. And boom, then you get two of them. Okay. Uh, yep. Candace needed an outfit for, oh, Chicken Joe, sorry. Sorry, Chicken Joe. Uh, Chicken Joe needed an outfit. Uh, so, bam, sparkly lights. So nice. So, uh, sparkly lights. Uh, let's see. Then, one night, 
there was a fucking whole crew there that were just playing with their cocks. So we decided we'd help them out and grab some. So we ended up taking a whole pile home with us. <laughs> They're great. So how do you play with a cock properly? Hmm. Yes. Well, those of you on the podcast are probably scratching your head right about now. Like, what the fuck? Those of you who are properly watching on uh, any of the video devices are getting a good laugh. Okay, so here is how you play with the cock. Ready? Ah! <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. So, yeah. So, fleet of cocks. Uh, and what does a fleet of cocks lead to? Oh, yeah, fucking, you're not going to believe this. Oh, a fleet of cocks and a blinky headlight. Then we just happened to pick up a bracelet with a very, very fine message. So... Since we were reading the message after playing with the cocks, we were like, whoa, the universe is aligning. Denver's a mile high. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. What happened next, do you think? Hitler babies! Fucking A! Raining from the fucking sky everywhere! Fuck! Uh, yes, yes, that was next. It really fucking happened. Okay. <clears throat> then, then along the journey, oh, just, you know, to remind you to be fucking chill. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah. We met this crew who was totally like, they love the war factory, but not the kind that like blows people up. Yeah, their message right there. Mike bombs, not war. That's right there, it's called a cactus bomb. Boom! <laughs> if I have to explain it to you. Yeah. Come to Squatch Fest. I'll finish the explanation. Uh, yep, yep. And then, what show would be complete without a handmade Uno card, three dimensional velvety guitar dicks stickers applied? Eh, just for fun. You know. Just in case you're just tripping fucking balls and you need a little encouragement, just in case you're questioning the universe. You pick up stickers along the way, just remind you to breathe, shit like that. Uh, you know, all this labeling bullshit going on and everybody fucking this and that and whatever, you know, so whatever. <laughs> it's a fish show. You belong here. Everybody does. Uh, you know what? Since you're at fucking dicks, 
you might as well just rail that pike as hard as you can. <laughs> oh, you podcast people. Hey, you can find this at Scrambling University on YouTube.com. <laughs> Go subscribe or view it on your grandma's computer and fucking hijack that bitch and subscribe. Come on, give me a break. Uh, yeah, you know what? It was great. I brought a fuck ton of uh, my, uh, where are you? Of my Squatch Fest uh, business cards. Gave them out to everybody. That anyone I heard overheard, like Pacific Northwest, Oregon, like Idaho, anything near. Everywhere. So, yeah, so everybody reciprocates there. So, yeah, tons of Squatch stickers. My water bottle's going to look fat. I just wanted to show them to you before I threw them all on the water bottle. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And I actually picked this up as ground score because I found it in the fucking parking lot. We were spreading them all out. My cousin's whole crew had their pockets full. We were just splashing them through the fucking bathrooms every every intermission, every night. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen for next Squatch Fest. I'm sure it's going to have a different flavor. Uh, see how music is first and then art and then light? Yeah. It doesn't say fucking politics anywhere on that. Or bitching. Or government. Or fucking anything. Yeah. It says music, art, and light. Yup, it does. Okay. So, yeah. My own trash was ground score. Uh, fucking. That's like one fucking. I was smoking a joint with a kid around a fucking campfire at the first Squatch Fest. Because there were multiple like campfire setups in different quadrants of the fucking property. And he was so proud that he fucking snuck in. And he just had no fucking idea that I owned the place. Oh, we high five like motherfuckers. Yeah, that's how you know you're doing it right when people want to fucking sneak in, right? Hey, East Germany, how's it going? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not really happy with this sticker at all. Yeah. It got picked up. So it's going in our treasure trove of uh, vacation oddities. So Y.E.M. is a great fucking song. Uh, and it's even fun because Squirrel hates it. So it's even more fun because it twists a knife. But a Yemenist. Girl, woman, goddess. Yeah, that's the fucking problem right there. Disney bullshit. No. There, La Raza. <laughs> what does La Raza mean? <laughs> Go look that shit up. It's kind of like Farrakhan. I can't be racist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, see? More Squatch gear! Ah, the trades were fucking delightful. Uh, oh, yeah. Got a Garbage Pail Kid card right there. Colonel Foreskin. Which is supposed to be Colonel Forbin in a fish song. But we're at Dick's Arena, so Colonel Foreskin. Fuck yeah. Let's see how creative fish fans are. Uh, let's see. Oh, that I can't show you. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Check this shit out. These little rocket uh, fucking spinners now, instead of just throwing fucking glow sticks, you can just add it to a new level. You turn this little bitch on. I don't know if you can see that LED. Yeah, yeah, it's got an onboard LED. Turns off. 
turns on, turns off. Yeah, it's got a hook up front, so you bring some big mambo rubber bands. Say that might be on nitrous balloons. So when you get done doing that, and you bring it into the show, and you get your big giant fucking launcher, wing, get these things a couple hundred feet in the air, and then they they got this tail that deploys as it spins and pinwheels itself down. Fun, fun as hell. Uh, rocket copters, yes. And if a whole crowd understands what's going on, and puts the rubber bands in their pocket in the parking lot for the show. Keep these up all night. All right. Uh, let's see. Turn that battery off. Okay. Oh, ground score. Ground score. Uh, yeah, the first night when I danced over by my cousin's crew, um, I scored this super fucking cool bracelet. Well, that was interesting. The ghost in the greenhouse is apparently throwing shit at me now. All right. Chillax, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Woo, train of thought. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Uh, yeah, totally check that out. It's like metalized. It's fucking super sparkly. We are seeing if we get to fit on Chicken Joe's ankle. You know, like those little uh, chicken rings? <laughs> Except she could be a shiny chicken. <laughs> I like shiny chickens. Uh, okay. Uh, and then, oh, one more sticker, one more sticker. Party zone, party zone. Oh, those motherfuckers were in the same spot every night. Sharing in a groove, yeah. Sharing in the week of paw groove. Uh, yeah, they were always over on Mikey's side by that backstage cone. It's great. There's people that post up and there's people that float. You know. Uh, okay, so then... Here's one of them. So each night we have these cool fucking, they give you these like, uh, these nice fishy bracelets now. Uh, and there's a UV dyed embedded thread in the middle of it that the security guys turn on their little UV light and can see through them and see if the threads are there or not. You can kind of see it's like a chip, eh, whatever. Band on the floor. Yeah. There's the whole thing about where you are, do you move around? There's fucking floor junkies that are just so like chunky, fucking hardcore to like, gotta be on the floor, gotta be. Uh, uh, uh. It's like so much fucking wasted energy, so much wasted energy. Like, every place is fucking great. Like, all the time. I've seen Jerry shows from like, behind the stage where like it wasn't see-through you couldn't really see well it's kind of back in the day of shit lights but fuck you're in the goddamn building inside the wall of sound i don't know if you can bitch after that i guess you're fucking born to bitch uh yeah something like that <laughs> anyway anyway uh oh oh okay now now we're past the fucking ground score and cool shit we got on the trip. Nah, there's lots more cool shit, but... Oh, yeah. Fucking tomahawk. Okay. Ha! Woo! Ha, ha, ha. LED tomahawk. Wow, wow, wow. Which is great when you gotta fucking kill some cocks. Oh, hold on. Hold on, Josh. I'm sure you would be horrible at the fucking... Uh, okay, one blow. Wow. 
If you're gonna blow a cock, do it the right way, goddammit. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> truer words have never been spoken. Okay, check this shit out. Uh, and then, I was dosed out of my fucking mind. Then I met this dude while I was looking for nitrous balloons. Then he had these fucking crystals. They are the coolest green. They iridesce underneath ultraviolet. So I'm going to dremel a piece out of one of those crystals and make it so I can mount this into the crystal and then shoot UV up through the crystal to make this fucker illuminate and then put a colored light in the crystal next to the UV light. That's a color changing one. So I can fucking make it work from the phone. Oh yeah. Got to work on the DJ pedestal. Okay. That's still going on. Crystal, you're right there. Any more shenanigans I forgot underneath any of this other shit that I can actually show to you. Uh, okay, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so I bought that. Five dudes. They're five bucks. Fucking parking lot deal. Uh, I have, I, We visited the official uh, shit sale site. You know, but it's not shit sale site. It's their waterworks. The water wheel foundation. So it goes to all like rehab shit. That was fucking great. Uh, so I got a summer tour patch. For the patch hat. Woo. Patch hat. And check this shit out. Yes. Look at that. That is a sweet sticker. Sorry. That thing just rocks. Fire breathing dragonfish sticker. So she's going to go on the smart car since we drive that thing like a motherfucking race car anyway. Eh. See you, Rach. Have a great day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fishy fish done. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So, how on with the rest of the story? Baby Hitlers, you got to go away too. You're on my keyboard, and I don't want to step on you. You, you remarkably look like Legos. <laughs> All those little arms and legs sticking up. You imagine being Godzilla walking on dead bodies? Oh. Oh, I got a femur in my toe. Oh, oh yeah, one last ground score. Ta-da! We don't buy shit in the park, so we never get the fucking souvenir cups. But, you know, when it dicks, chug a lug. Uh, yeah, I was telling you yesterday, that bar scene, yikety. You know, whatever. Townies show up at shows. <laughs> They have no fucking idea what they stumbled into. Maybe when they wake up the next morning, they'll remember part of it. Holy shit. <laughs> it was a revival. In disguise of a concert. Okay, this is where we go on topic. Uh, okay, so two times, two times I got fucking whacked. Both times, 100% fucking deserved it by policy, right? Fuck, I deserve getting whacked at every place I've been, usually like within the first fucking hour per policy. 
but you know, <laughs> value for value world, right? And reality underneath it all is the agora, the market. Markets always market. The rest is just for show and lies and to make a theatrical play. That's why if you're in alignment with the Agora, you will do well. So, <coughs> first time I ran, at the time, inside, it was the world's largest dormitory. So, how'd that go? World's largest, just non-military dormitory. Right? You just can't count military shit. You can just pile them up. So, uh, yeah, it was a graduate dorm at Michigan State University. Held around 10,000 humans in that fucking space. You know, and they have all those giant fucking cafeterias with all the little different stations. And there was a pizza shop inside there. <clears throat> it was my first foray into the world of pizza. <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it led at one point for me to have pizza every fucking day for six years. Every day. Every day. Didn't miss a day. Even on vacations. Even in remote, weird vacation. Talk about a fucking pizza addict. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> see? Tell the end. The back to the beginning. It's so funny. People bitch about the way I tell stories. Sometimes. Some people do. Some people fucking get it. The deal is you'll only remember 10% of the shit I say anyway at best. At best. If I have any chance of saying anything memorable, I've said it three times. <laughs> three fucking times. So, you know, attentions. They are what they are. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. Was running the uh, was running the pizza show and uh, first time I've been in pizza, but yeah, it was fucking loved it, loved it. Uh, was like running a crew. We fed a lot of fucking people pizza, um, and you know, like always, never happy with fucking what is. Like, can we just make this a little better? <laughs> just a tiny bit better. Oh yeah, fucking, we tweaked some recipes. We made some new shit. We like. Uh, to customer feedback from the like non-Americans about what they would fucking like consider interesting on a pizza. Chilling out. Uh, yeah, yeah, solid crew, solid crew. That was the whole fucking thing about every job. I started working out. I was like, well, okay, not for myself. <laughs> started that like when I was eleven or twelve, but like at fifteen, I went to work for Hardee's. 2.15 an hour. Two motherfucking 15 an hour. And yes, I weren't goddamn tied to the interview because I wasn't a heathen. So, did the old, that fucking, it's the crew, right? Where you work can be like, it's work, right? So it's work. You gotta do a fucking thing. Doesn't matter what the thing is, from fucking pumping toilets to selling $30 million coffee contracts to fucking slinging murders. It's fucking work. It's just work. But you could do it shittily or you could do it exceptionally. You could do it happily or you could do it bitchily. Right? So, starting in a kitchen at a shit fast food restaurant is a good way to learn about teamwork. <laughs> 
and making an environment because you have to make kids work way fucking harder than you're going to pay them for it. Right? So, yeah. If you make a cool environment, you can just tell when you walk in places. And if it's not cool because it has management dickheadedness, remember every dollar you spend your entire goddamn life is a fucking vote. You vote all day long, every fucking day. As soon as you know management's a fucking prick, did you hear me say you vote with every dollar you spend all day, every goddamn day? Okay. <laughs> if I gotta fucking connect the dots, we can't do this. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, running the dorm pizza shop. Fucking hey, man, it was such a tight crew. We were so, we were so, it was great. <laughs> we had so much fun. We partied like motherfuckers. Uh, but yeah, for our oh, oh, official breaks. <laughs> We would just hop in the freight elevator, go up, hit the fucking stop button. You can't make a freight elevator move when the stop button's hit from the inside. Impossible. So we would just go up between floors, right, and hit the stop button. And remember, Michigan State in 91 was behind fucking enemy lines, right? It was anti-weed as can be. It was like Georgia is today, right? If you live in Georgia and you're a weed smoker, you're a fucking dumbass or whatever. I applaud people living behind the lines and fucking fueling the resistance. Go, motherfuckers, go. Uh, but yeah, you guys, so like, yeah, anti-weed. Ooh, goddamn it, that's this is an institution that gets federal fucking sucking dick money. Oh, 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 we can't be risking that. Oh, oh we love our free cum. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we would just go in the elevator, go between floors, and just fucking burn it, right? And the elevator shaft. Amazing how physics works and heat rising and shit like that. Uh, so, yeah. But some fucking bitch. Oh yeah, me, 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 it smelled like, oh God, I can't even remember her name, but I can see her fat ass, like clear as a motherfucking green crystal. Boo! Hair down to here, curls at the ends, bangs, dark. Fat ass, pear, bitch. I think Karen was her name. Be my original Karen, yes. I think I smell marijuana. Don't know what you're talking about, bitch. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was about to go to like whatever the fucking bullshit is that shit goes to. <laughs> you just resign. Suck a dick, suck a dick, and suck a motherfucking dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the value relationship is clearly lopsided about who is getting the better value in the deal, the, the unit leaving the relationship that carries the value will rebound in like, oh, I don't know, four hours. 
the side of the relationship that was clearly miscalculating the calculus of the value understands their position in about a week or two and then yeah there's recovery problem because how do you replace one person that does like 10 people's work with one person you're like fuck and fuck I would have just kept my goddamn mouth shut. I wouldn't be working all these extra goddamn shifts for the next three months. That was a lesson in management for big fat ass Karen, right? She could either A, have been fucking chill and been like, I don't smell anything. Right move, Karen. Then you would have been asleep for the next three months instead of up at 4 a.m work man to cover the shift that no other dumb motherfucker was stupid enough to take oh because i was just gonna roll all night and come to work and get my shit done like i always did right <laughs> and go to sleep <laughs> uh yeah 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 you got to find out what that was like yes lesson in management yeah when you whack somebody you get to do their job until you find a replacement that is the lesson that's why you hire well <laughs> Unless you like doing their job a lot and your job too. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, that was my first job getting whacked from Michigan State. Uh, for a student dormitory pizza shop manager. Whackity whack whack. Well, I resigned. So you can't really say I got whacked. I didn't officially own paper get whacked, but eh. <laughs> when they're coming with the axes and you slip out the back door. Yeah, I'll count it as a whacking. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, that was first whacking. First whackity dack dack. <laughs> oh my god. Every other motherfucking place until the very end was uh, a very deliberate, intentional departure to either do very good things to the people I was leaving and very much set them up and help them, or. Very much cut. Boom. I hope to fucking sink the ship. But if I can't, at least damage it enough to get somebody else close enough to fucking sink her. So, you know. <laughs> and the funny thing was, after I did that to one Fortune 500 company, ConAgra, suck a dicky motherfuckers, another one was dumb enough to hire me. <laughs> and they knew it. Oh, fucking love it. You know, calculated risk, right? If your value is that great, some people have to take a fucking risk, right? Because they got numbers to make and they got people grinding axes that are watching their heads and they will come for them if they can't find a motherfucker to do the work because they are all too goddamn lazy to get up off their fat motherfucking asses and do the work, right? So if you do the work, you can do anything you want. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, after I got a six-year deal done with Embassy Suites Hotel to buy every motherfucking cup of coffee sold on planet Earth for six fucking years <laughs> for my coffee company. Uh, yeah, that was the, I'm fucking out. But... I didn't want to be out 
because I hadn't set myself free yet to experience the life of the wild in the 2000s, right? So, and fucking hey, every goddamn motherfucker you hear is like, whoa, you know, ah, health insurance, man. Like just ah, ah, fud, 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 you, fud, 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 goddamn motherfuckers! Should line them up and just fucking shoot him with a feather fucking cannon. Fucking take your fud and just fud you. Okay, so I was still watching the faux news. And all the other channels like on them. <laughs> I hadn't broken free, but I needed to kind of be in the fucking tune because when you're selling gigantic fucking deals to normies, to big, huge, in the fucking tune companies, you gotta be in the fucking tune. Oh, that's why I'll never do it again. <coughs> Ooh, just thinking about it, horrible. So, yeah, get the fuck out. So, had the contract signed, wanted to keep a worky worky job going to just keep cash flowing like six figure money while I just sat in the corner and just knitted a fucking parachute. That's it. I just needed something else to do on paper while I started a farm acquired the land, got the rental house, you know, all the bullshit that had to get gone through, <laughs> got the divorce, hemorrhaged till I fucking almost was dead on the floor. <laughs> yes, all of it, all of the bullshit had to be gone through. Uh, yeah, and I knew having no job at that time wasn't going to work. <laughs> And the incoming faucet, she was going to want to suck fucking hard. <laughs> so, yeah. Huh, yeah. Uh, if I was bad at probability, I wouldn't have that job. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I decided who was the evilest motherfuckers that I could work for so that I could just do no fucking work. Ooh. Ah. And now that we're so far past the statute of limitations, suck a dick. Yes. So, we all know that sugar is actual death. Well, imagine selling the most addictive drug on the planet and just having no ethics. None. Like, you are the fucking crackiest of cracky fucking dealers. You got a media, a government, a medical complex, motherfucking industry, everything. Everything. Lobbyists fucking me on them all. Everything. Pushing you just strap in and get fed money. It's, it's the sickest, sickest shit. 
Oh yeah. I don't want to die. I'm not going to jump off a bridge anytime soon. I definitely did not put a bomb under my own car. Uh, yeah, and all kinds of bullshit disclaimers like that. Yeah, you start talking about big sugar, shit could get real, so mm, buckle in. Mm, uh, whatever. Layers. <laughs> Layers. Uh, so, yeah, the fucking asshat motherfuckers. So, Hormel. Yeah, look at what they own. Go look at the family tree. Death, death, and death. So, their division that sells addiction and diabetes called Diamond Crystal Brands. Diamond Crystal Brands. Ha. Nothing I'm going to say could be considered defamatory because it's all true. <laughs> oh, yeah, Diamond Crystal Brands, right? So they own Dixie Crystal Sugar. <laughs> And a lot of other sugar bullshit brands. Sugar, death, death, and death. Uh, yeah, beet sugar mostly. Yep, sprayed and raid. Sprayed with raid. Uh, yeah, suck that shit up, people. Corn syrup. Uh, so, yeah, not corn syrup. Sugar. Beet sugar. All kinds of beet sugar. All kinds of shit sugar. All kinds of whatever. But also... Sold saccharin, sold uh, uh fucking that was pink. What was blue? Oh, fuck. I spent a decade. My mind has forgotten all the fucking forms of death we sold. Uh, uh, pink, blue, and yellow. So we were the fake sucralose company, right? Well, I think we sold. Did we sell bland branded Splenda? I think we sold branded Splenda as well as represented private label or some fucking shit like that. Ah, you know what? Ha! There you go. Can't fucking remember. Taff. So, whatever. Death in a packet. <laughs> By the rail car, if you wanted it. Or the industrial tote or whatever. Industrial fucking food chemicals. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, they wanted a sales dude bad. I can sell shit, so they're like, uh, uh you mean you'll work for us? He's like, uh-huh. I wanna be fucking left alone, uh, and I wanna be left alone. Okay. You handle the whole fucking United States to the West, and we'll leave you alone. Oh, goddamn. Vegas, LA. Oh, yeah. All the fun. Oh, yeah. All the fun. I think I traded Chicago for Dallas. No, how did that fucking work? I don't know. You gotta understand in oligarchy, you're not really selling, you're supplying. So things aren't really. <sighs> Hmm, things are competed for, they're traded for. So, yeah. We traded cities and shit. It was fucking insane. Uh, yeah. To my to my handlers that uh, I know you tune in. If you want to do a raid, instead of the Mar-a-Lago, how about you go down and hit Savannah? 
in them Dixie Crystal offices. Just go in the big, huge file cabinets down in the finance room and just fucking pull them drawers out. You'll just find pages after pages after pages of original invoices from our competitors. How'd we get those? No fucking know. I can't remember that far. Did way too many drugs to know how they got there. I just know they're there. So, yeah, yeah. How does an oligarchy or an oligocracy work? I don't know. You take a monopoly and you're like, hey, instead of fucking having to have a war from the corner every once in a while, how's about we just play nice and we all fucking play golf and, you know, get fucked up and play. You take that side of the street, I'll take this side of the street. What are we going to price that? Hmm. I don't know. Well, we can't talk to each other or we'll go to jail. Hmm. How about you write a letter and give it to a customer? And then how about I'll pick the letter up from the customer? And then how about I'll write the customer a letter? Well, you pick it up from the customer. The customer will think he's being sneaky and sharing secrets. Because he'll want a better price. But it will let us totally and completely, interlockingly control markets. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Across entire channels of trade. Yes, it will. And maybe if some of those big customers who thought they were being sneaky decided to be unhappy, they might want a class action to get the money back that had there not been <laughs> collusion they would have been able to strike a better deal on their own. So they will be able to argue. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see if I got handlers or not. Savannah Raid. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they'll go after the competitor. Domino's was, you know, same boat. Oh, their sales chick had big tits, though. <laughs> she was so cute. Oh, and a nice boat. Did I tell you it was an oligocracy? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the job was to just fucking get the job and just not do the job. That was the job. What happens if you just run a fucking B-52 high altitude and you just... Don't make your re fucking feeling stops. Boom! Kabalamity damity. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because I was watching people go like figure out the whole fucking system was bullshit. Right? Like, oh my fucking god, this whole system is bullshit. They are just using and milking me until I am like on the verge of death and like hundreds of pounds overweight. And then when I have my fucking heart attack, they're gonna conveniently go, oh yeah, look at that. We consolidated territories and we're gonna go down to four now. We don't need the fifth, dude. You're out, right? And then you go fucking suck a tail on them whatever because you've been whacked and once you've been whacked you're not getting the next fucking boom job you're getting a job <laughs> downwards by the love death yeah yeah 
right? So you can get out of the corporate playground on their terms. Or your terms. You pick. You pick. Yeah. You see any 80-year-old guys still fucking running giant corporations in the fucking power chairs? Nope. They get taken out. Taken out. Taken out. So... You want to be a old buck, or you want to be a dead buck? Choose wisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, it is now called the Brian Plan among my old sales crew. <laughs> you find yourself a lateral that looks too good to fucking be true, that is massively evil, and you just run the bitch into the ground. While you set up the coolest fucking shit you can. Since you're out anyway, you're out. Set your shit up to fucking fly, right? However it's going to roll. Feather the nest. Build some shit. Make connections. Whatever. Use the last position as a launch motherfucking pad to do some shit. Whatever that shit is going to be. Because when it's going to come down, you know it's coming down. You're in control. So, on my last day, on my last day, I got the call the night before from my boss, who, if you do things right, you know things was traveling with the vice president. When you travel with the vice president, it's because you need two people in the room to do things that are high enough up you need an officer. So, thusly, bitch get whacked, especially when the meeting's on a goddamn Friday. So, ta-da! Please bring all your files with you to the meeting for review. Oakley Dokley boss, I will load my motherfucking company car up with all of the company property before I go to bed. Because I am an obedient bitch. All of the company property. All of it. Laptops, 20 years of paper files that aren't copied anywhere else on the planet except the paper files. Ooh, man. You would think like copies and mailing, the cost of duplicating important sensitive information would be not overlooked on a big giant evil company selling death. But apparently planning is not in the thinking the giant oligarchs that sell death. So yeah, so when I got the territory, I might have inherited 20 years of paper files that were not backed up, which were now inside company car for my meeting with the boss and the division president the next morning. Oh my gosh, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? Well, I do live in the ghetto. You all know that. My cars get broken into on the regular. I tell those stories a lot. But when company cars get broken into, 
Yeah, my decaf, pretty goddamn high. <laughs> like when you see on the security tape, guys like going into grab laptops and you just kind of roll over and go back to sleep because, you know, am I going to get shot for a fucking company laptop? Nope. Degaff, degaff, degaff. What I will do is get up early and fill out a report. Right? Those dudes are going to like lumber on over and fill out that report in good old time. So I'm going to go back to sleep and get up and fill out that goddamn report in good old time. Which is what I did. I went back to sleep. When I actually got up the next morning, good and early for my meeting with my boss and the division vice president. Oh my gosh. The company car had been robbed. Oh my gosh. Every fucking thing was gone. Everything. Everything. I don't know why the thieves would want 20 year old files, but apparently, maybe they were interesting. Maybe there's credit card receipts in there. I don't fucking know. Maybe there was juicy letters in there. So, who the fuck knows? I never read them because I didn't do the job. So, <laughs> uh, all gone. All gone. God damn those thieves. They were thorough. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I called up one of my homies who happened to be a buyer, divisional vice president for one of the giant vending companies. Because that was, I was in charge of coffee manufacturers, vending, and like hotels or some shit for like half the country. So, I called up one of my homies that I love to golf with on Fridays. And I was like, hey, John. Oh, yeah, you know what? He's dead now, motherfuckers. Try and depose him. <laughs> that dude had three fucking heart attacks and he partied like a rock star. Because he was a rock star in his former life before he became a salesman. Oh, fuck. And he looked like it too. God damn that motherfucker party. So I called my buddy John out, who was a client, the vice president of purchasing for this big company, who was going to lay down an order with us. And I was like, hey, you want to come to the funniest goddamn meeting of your life? I'm going to get whacked today, and then we're going to go play golf. And he was like, no shit. I was like, I am I am not shitting you. You know me. I don't shit. He's like, well, goddamn right. I'm, I'm putting on my tie. If you knew him, you knew he didn't wear ties. So he gets all dressed up because they didn't know him either. They only knew him from my sales reports. So, we fucking hop in my company car with the duct taped window, and we go rolling into the breakfast meeting at the fucking, I forget, there's one of the fancy hotels. So, oh my god, about halfway through a kind of semi-pleasant breakfasty, lunchy meeting kind of, they were trying to like hook John to see if they could get him to like, yeah, I'm going to buy some motherfucking shit from you motherfuckers, you know, like get a closing statement out of him so they could form a relationship with them before they jettison me. Um, <laughs> he just played them. Oh, it's so fucking fun. That's great. Oh, it's great. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, you ain't got fucking dick on my sales movies. Oh, so, so yeah, he just toys him a bit like a cat and a mouse. We play him. They finally are like, John, you're gonna, we're gonna need, but now we got uh, some company business, you know, buy a drink at the bar or whatever, chill over there, and we're gonna talk to Brian for a little bit. And uh, so he excused himself. And uh, oh, yeah, fucking A. Oh, I don't know. It, like, 
Andre Wickham. Wickham, stick'em, dick'em. <laughs> you former NFL piece of shit. Teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork. After you started getting the, the sugar money, you forgot about the teamwork. Your white masters on the plantation with the sugar money, the sugar money, you hearing me, Andre? You took the sugar money, you took the sugar money, you sucked it hard, you said what you had to to get a new dumbass sales dude on board. You lied, you motherfucking piece of shit, you liar. You are a motherfucking liar. Sell death and you're a liar. But you did what the massa said. Masterfully. Masterfully. You pay your part. You play your part. Andre Wickham Diamond. Crystal Brands. Hormel. Yes, you play your part. So. Yeah. <laughs> My direct boss, Eric Hill. He was more like fat, dumb, and just fucking stupid. Andre was kind of smart enough to know he was doing Massa's bidding, right? But he hadn't shaken it yet, doing what Massa said. He's kind of still in him. So, that's how that rolled. He could play her like a fucking bitch because he was just a fucking doughboy. Just a fat, tubby piece of lard. Whatever dick it took sucking to get a fucking deal done. It was okay. He would just suck it. Hard as he could. As long as his kids would go to the right school and get seen going to the right church, right? Seen in the right neighborhood. It didn't fucking matter what happened or how it got done or anything. Which was so beautiful at the end when all of his emails god damn that thief i don't know he was insane somehow he mailed some of those emails all back to the original owners like the clients they were like meant for like some clients got other clients emails on accident so they got to see what eric hill <laughs> said to one client about another client, right? Whose paperwork he took to the other fucking bitch and gave to them. Oh my God, imagine the trough of alligators when everybody gets to know that they were getting fucking played and you're the fucking tub ass doughboy bitch who was doing it. Oh my God. Oops. So yeah. So they slid the piece of paper around. We're like, oh, yeah, so here's where we're going to, after like five minutes, I was like, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> you are so stupid. <laughs> of course you're fired. You can just like speed this up. I can get to playing golf. We can all have a happy, happy day. Like, because they were getting like shaky and weak on their feet. They didn't have enough fucking cojones to fucking just do the job. Like, guys, let me help you. <laughs> of course you're here to fire me. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, uh, we're going to need to sign a statement. <laughs> I like da 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 da. I'm like, oh motherfucker! Like, 
sign it, don't sign it. Uh, like, okay, so I sign it, I get unemployment, I don't sign it, you're fucking pricks. I got it, it's Washington State, it's at will. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> sign a roo and Timbuktu, here's your fucking statement, got you. And I wrote like, uh, wholeheartedly disagree, completely non-factual, but signed under duress, sign, sign, sign. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Bam. Try to send that to a unemployment hearing officer. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Next came the, oh, by the way, we're going to need you to return all the company property. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean all the company property you asked me to put in the car last night? All of it, all of it, every goddamn pencil, pen, and eraser, copy machine, every fucking thing, everything. Yeah. Slowly, slowly opens up sport coat, reaches in, pulls out a trifolded piece of paper, slaps it on table, slides it across the expanse to Dickum Wickham. When you're in a negotiation, you only deal with the decision maker. You do not pay attention to the fucking slaves. Only the decision maker. Slid that piece of paper over to Andre. We locked eyes. You read it. You looked at Eric. The professional doughboy. And he said, take the keys, call the limo. You know how many words lick em, stick em, wick em, said after that? My favorite expression is called the null set. The null set, meaning the non-existence of a thing. Meaning, after he read the piece of paper, I slid across the table. There was nothing to say except take the keys, call the limo. So I stood up like a gentleman, pushed in my chair, walked around the bitch. Went to the power seat, shook Wickham Stickham's hand like a gentleman, said, have a great life, Andre. Walked out with my buddy John, who was standing over in the corner. If he could have had his big old pecker out, just fucking jerking it. The smile on his goddamn face. I hope you're looking down, buddy. I told you I'd tell this fucking story. Never a better limo ride was ever fucking had. Straight to his house to get his goddamn golf clubs. To my house to get my real wheels. And straight to the golf course. And we've partied like motherfuckers. 
Oh my god. Best day of my goddamn life. I was free. Free on purpose, intentionally, and I got to bring down a motherfucking jet of death, destruction, and evil. I don't know. Maybe I saved one fucking life. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. I changed the timeline, that's for sure. That is for sure. Haha. <laughs> and with that, I can't think of anything else to say. Anything. If you think it's fucking cool and you're in, I have vowed only to do good, only to help my fucking crew. That's it. See? For, for real. You want to join? Go to the fucking website. It's 40 bucks a month. They give you at least 50 bucks a month worth of bullshit. And when you ever need to ring the bell, I will give you infinite value. Bye, guys. I can't think of anything else to say. Have a day. <laughs>